Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Tonight, um, I'm going to uh, just talk a little bit, I'm not long, uh, on be strengthened. Be strengthened. And when you pray, you can receive strength. Okay, we're not talking about an outward strength. We're not talking about building up your physical muscles or getting stronger in that way. Because what did Paul say? He said, even when I'm weak, in other words, physically or, uh, you know, if, if there's difficulties, trials and all that kinds of things, and I might feel weak, I'm strong. How are you strong in Jesus Christ? In him. You know why? Because Jesus dwells on the inside of you. And the Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you know what that means? Don't, don't get religious eyes, okay? Get God eyes. Get God understanding. And realize that Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. And you are not who you used to be. You are not someone who is weak, but you've got a strength in you and you can continue to develop that and get stronger and stronger in Jesus and receive the prayers answered that you want, receive the breakthroughs that you want. I'm telling you, the violent take it by force. You've got to get forceful in your praying. Now, am I talking about against God? No, I'm talking about obstacles and things that stand in the way. You get violent. You don't turn into a wimp. That's what the devil tries to do it to us. He tries to make us weak and, and, uh, and have inability uh, to press on in and to receive from the Lord. But God gives us strength to go on and to break through and to receive because He lives on the inside of us and He makes a way through the wilderness. You understand what I'm saying? In the wilderness, you feel like you're lost. You don't know which way is up. But in the wilderness, he will make a way for you. And you got to trust him and believe him that he can do that. And you may be here tonight and you need that in your life. So you reach out to receive it because the Holy Spirit is here to do a work in you and me. And you know what I say? Amen. So be it. Pour it on, Lord. I'm ready. How about you? I'm not going to let... Um, you know, I'm not going to let peer pressure. I'm not going to let what other people think about me. I'm not going to let personality or anything else stop me from receiving what God has for me and what He wants me to bring to other people. I'm going to have it. I'm going to do it. And I don't say it in my own strength. I say it in the strength of the Lord. Amen? So, we can be strong in the Lord or we can be weak. We're, we're still in the Lord, but we're not developed. And we're not receiving that strength that comes from the Spirit of the living God that is infused with our spirits. What a thought. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that. No, you don't, because if you knew it, you'd be acting a little bit differently. Okay, Ephesians 3, 16. Um, we can just turn there if you want to. Let's just turn to Ephesians 3, 16. It says that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory. See, 
This, well, let me keep reading. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, it's so interesting here because he says that he would grant you. See, a lot of times I wish, I wish that judge would grant this to me. I wish this person could grant this. Well, God said, I grant it. I give it to you. I make a way. It's yours. You can have it. And so God grants to us this strength that he's talking about here that comes through the riches of his glory. Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are not poor. They're rich. And they impart that richness to us of his glory. Now, and it comes for this purpose, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. And this strength that it, it is talking about here is spiritual vigor or forcefulness that comes to God's people. And, and what that denotes to me is that it's not just a little trickle of God's power. It's not just a little bit that God gives to this one and that one, and maybe he gives more to another. No, he gives richly the strength the vigor, the forcefulness that you have in the Spirit. Now, you don't go around acting that way in the natural, and I'm certainly not indicating that because people will just think you're haughty and high-minded and you won't get anywhere with people, but you'll offend a lot of people because they'll think you're full of pride. And maybe if you do that, I don't know, maybe you would be. That's for you to, and the Lord to determine that. But... The forcefulness comes when you are in your prayer closet and you are praying before God and you are quoting your scriptures. Are you getting forceful with God? No, that's not what I'm indicating. You're getting forceful in the spirit because there's obstacles, there's enemies, and there's demon powers that stand against what you pray and believe God for. And you know that. You can run into it. I can be praying, and it's like I run into a wall. Do you understand what I'm saying? You just run into something, and you feel it. There's not that ability to penetrate and go through. Well, here he says he's going to grant you the ability to be strengthened in your inner man with his might and his power. And then you can exercise this um power and strength that God gives you. And it's available to all of us here tonight. Now, not everybody's going to get it. Now, listen to this. He strengthens us or he increases us in spiritual power. He increases us. Where I was last year is not where I am today. And where I am today is not where I'm going to be in a year from now. I want to, before the Lord, continue to grow and increase in that power. How about you? I do. I, I want that. It means to grow strong and to give reinforcement to you. He gives reinforcement. In other words, when you start talking... The Word of God, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And every time that is raised against me is condemned. And that's my heritage as a servant of the Lord. Let God arise in my life and let every enemy be scattered. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
In other words, your enemies, and they make themselves your enemies, I guess, and they're going to have to watch you sit down at God's glorious banqueting table and partake of all the blessings and the favor and the outpouring that God gives in your life. And they have to sit there and say it. They might lie about, well, you're not blessed. I mean, that's going on right now, isn't it? Whatever is the truth, they say is a lie. Whatever is a lie, they say is the truth. That's the society. And it's not just in the United States. It's around the world. So we're to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. In other words, it's what I said a few minutes ago. This strengthening power is not for your outward, your physical, your body. This inner strength comes into your spirit. And and there is that infusion with the Holy Spirit and your spirit. You are one. That's why you can talk to the Holy Spirit. He lives in you, and He can talk back to you, and He can guide you. That's very important to develop that, to listen, to listen. He brings you a strength, a reinforcement, an increase of strength to be able to know, to hear, and to understand. You receive that? I do. So we get this strength that helps us Um, overcome temptation, sin, weaknesses, and gives power in prayer. This strength that comes to us, it gives us that ability for those things. You know, some of you young people, you know, when you're young, there's so many things that can come against you and your mind and um, you know, uh, all, everything that's in society today is so contrary to God and to His Word. And it, it can just come to wear you down and wear you out. But there's an inner strength that comes to give you the ability to overcome those temptations and the trials that are there and give you this power when you get in prayer. I believe that with all of my heart. All right. So prayer can serve to draw God's power into your life. Did you hear that? Prayer can serve to pull God's power into your life and increase that power. Now, I, I was um, um, I read after Ian Bounds, uh, you know, several times, but um, I'm really impressed by him when it comes to prayer. And he says some things. I wanted to, to just share this with you. Uh, about some miscellaneous, really, thoughts that he had as it relates to prayer, and maybe it'll help you. But he said, gratitude and thanksgiving looks back to the past. The things that have happened, we give thanks and show gratitude to the Lord for those things. But prayer always looks to the future, to the things that are desired or asked for or expected. That's prayer takes us into that realm and gratitude and thanksgiving helps us to look back and see. See, you have to be real careful, not not just in prayer and not just to the Lord, but you know, when, when something good happens in your life and blessings come, you need to show gratitude to the Lord. If someone, some person does something for you, you need to look back at that and recognize it, not just run on and not, not see it for what it is, but thank the Lord and thank people. Have gratitude. See, that's, 
That's one of the things that, that I, I really am very sorry for in society today in this nation is because our government has turned people in to people of entitlement. I, I don't have to thank anybody. I, I don't have to even think about that. They're going to be there and they're going to do something for me. Well, you know, that is not true. You know, everybody, if you don't work, you don't eat. Isn't that what the scripture says? And so we don't need to allow ourselves, even if you find yourself in a difficult time and you may have to receive help in those ways. I'm not speaking against that. But the mindset, don't let the mindset come to you that, oh, well, I deserve it. You know, yeah, I'm in society and somebody will keep me up. Well, I've never had anybody keep me up. I've had to work. I've had to work all my life, and I've worked hard. And I've worked ever since I was 18 years old. I tried working one time when I was 16, and my dad said, you don't need to do that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get me some money so I can buy some more clothes. <laughs> and I worked at the Tennessee Theater in concessions for one week. <laughs> I was worn out. My feet were hurting so bad. And hit 16-year-old and your feet hurt. <laughs> and so I decided, okay, that's not for me. But when I turned 18, I didn't have that luxury. You know, I had to work and I had to provide and be a part of provision. And so, you know, when, when you do that, it makes you thankful for the things that you receive. You know, when you have to earn it, you can take pride in a good way. You can take pride in what you earn and, you know, what you did to get there. You, you know, you help a company succeed. You know, you help a business succeed, whatever it is, by pouring yourself into that. So to have gratitude and show thanksgiving, it's, it's very important in our lives, just in everyday living, but particularly to the Lord as we're relating to prayer. Amen. Okay, so prayer always looks to the future, the things that you desire, the things that you ask for, and the things that you are expecting. That's where prayer, it takes you into the future. And then trouble often drives men to pray. Now, I like what he said because uh, Ian Bounds said it, uh, prayer will drive men often. Why, why did he say that? Because some people, they can be in the dirt. I mean, they can be so low, they cannot get any lower, and they would never think about turning to the Lord and praying and asking God. But, but he said often people will do that. And I tell you what, I want to do that, don't you? I want to be that person that can turn to the Lord. I don't want to have to act like I've got all the answers or I can figure it out or I can do this on my own. No, I can't do it on my own. And I can't figure it out on my own. Now I can take the wisdom of God and receive what I need and, and let Him turn things around. But you got to know who is the one. You have to know. All right. Prayer often delivers us from trouble and often gives strength to endure trouble. There's that word again, often. 
Prayer often delivers us from trouble. Isn't that right? Call on me and I will answer you and I will show you remarkable things. I can tell you there's things that go on in my life. I need answers. I need breakthroughs. But I don't know how to get there and I don't know what is causing the blockage. But he said, when you call on me, I will show you remarkable secrets that you don't have knowledge in your brain about. You don't have it, but God can drop it in and show and reveal you something and turn that thing around just like that. And that's really the truth. I will show you remarkable secrets. Well, he's never showed me anything. I don't think he'd do that for me. Well, I agree with you. I don't think he would either. Because faith is what pleases God, and faith is what, what is going to get God to move. <laughs> Hallelujah. Preach it like it is, Nora. All right. Do you love me? All right. Good. I wouldn't want you not to. All right, so a part of our praying is to stand, to obtain, to occupy in what God has promised or given us access to. Now, I wrote this down. This is my thought, not Ian Bounds, okay? But a part of our praying is to stand in the middle. I'm going to stand in the middle of the storm. Isn't that what we just sang about? In the middle of my enemies, I'm going to stand. Okay, so prayer is about standing. And when, when you feel like that you're weak and you feel like you can't stand anymore, let God strengthen your inner man, even though your outward man feels weak, let the strength of God come to you to give you the ability to stand. And then when you stand, guess what? You are going to obtain. You're going to obtain those things that you're before the Lord and praying for. Now, I, I tell you, I, a, a lot of people, well, God doesn't give you just everything you ask. Well, He said, ask and you shall receive. And if you ask out, out of line with the Scripture, no, I can tell you you're not going to get it. If, it's, if it doesn't line up with the Bible, His last will and testament left to us, no, no. But if you pray, and that's why I tell everybody, pray the Word. Pray the Word. Find the promise and pray it because you will obtain it. You will. You'll obtain that. And then you will occupy in what God has promised. You're going to occupy that situation. You're going to occupy in, in uh, the circumstance. You're going to occupy in what you're believing. It's going to be yours. When you occupy it, it's like an empty house. Somebody moves into it. You occupy that house. You move in. Well, you're going to move into your promises. You're going to move into what God has for you. When you pray and you stand before the Lord, these things can happen for you. Can you say amen tonight? All right, one last thought here. John 14, 14, 13. And whatsoever you shall ask, listen to this, Jesus talking, in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatever you ask me, Jesus talking, I will do. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then what do you do when you turn over here to John 16, 23? Whatever you ask the Father 
in Jesus' name, he will give it to you. So it looks uh, like a contradiction, doesn't it? Whatever you ask me, Jesus said, I'll do it. And then he turns around and says in a few chapters, he said, whatever you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, he will give it to you. So our real way to pray is going to the Father in Jesus' name. So if you go directly to Jesus, what does that mean then? Because you know that he's not contradicting himself. Uh, so what we have to look at and uh, is this word, ask. Whatever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Okay? So whatever you make a demand on, this word, ask. Whatever you make a demand on as your rights and privileges in my name, that will I do. In other words, what he's saying, you have rights and you have privileges as a child of the Most High God, you're a joint heir with Jesus Christ, and we have already said that He lives in you, and you have rights and privileges. But I'm going to tell you, many, many of God's people do not live up to those privileges and rights that God has given. We just don't do it. We don't take um, and make ourselves available to those things and tap into them. Whatever you ask or make a demand, you got to make a demand on something. You know, when I go to the bank and go to the ATM and I need cash, you know, I just need cash. Well, what do I do? I'm making a demand on that ATM to get what I need. And you say, well, that's not a very good example on talking about the Lord, but it's an example to show you you had to make a demand. You could stand outside that ATM and say, uh, give me $100. What happens? Not one thing. Well, I said, give me $100, and it's not going to respond, is it? You have to work and operate the uh, ATM machine. You have, to, you have to work. Well, in the kingdom of God, you've got to work the principles of the kingdom. You have to work them. You've got rights and privileges, and maybe you don't even know what those things are. Or maybe you do, but you're not availing yourself of them. There's nobody can make you wake up and see what you don't want to see, or what you're too lazy to see, or what you're too hurt to see, or what you're too troubled and vexed to see. Nobody can do that. You've got to push your way through that weakness, and you've got to get to where this strength of the inner man comes to you, and you demand as your rights and privileges, not from God. He's already released it to you. But the things that withhold, the spirit realm, when you make a demand on it, is when you put pressure on God's Word. My Word, the Scripture says, will not return void. My Word will not return void. What He said in the book, what you place in your mouth, what you believe in your heart, is what's going to happen. And it's not going to happen any other way because you have to make a demand on your rights and your privileges. And I love that 
It was very, it was such revelation. And it, it, it just opened up something to me where I saw, you know, God loves me. He wants to give me answers. He wants to make a way for me, the same that He wants to do for you. But you've got to tap in to the things that God says are available. You just can't stand on the sidelines and say, okay, God, what you said, yeah, yeah, I receive that. Well, you can say you receive it, but you got to go a little bit further than that. And you got to make that demand on it, and you got to claim it. I'm going to tell you, this is something that years and years and years ago, Eddie and I started seeing our rights and privileges in the Word of God. And this church stands today because God did that work and began to, you know, just peel off the layers of religion religious tradition, blindness, wrong thinking, wrong believing, wrong acting. He just began to peel that off. And we began to see things. And the things that we saw, we just determined, okay, we see it and we believe that and we want it to be so in our life. A lot of people see Scripture and they see rights and privileges and promises. Well, that's hard to believe. Well, that's not what Granny said. Yeah, I, I can tell you a lot of things I thought Granny knew, Granny didn't know. <laughs> and because Granny believed it, I believed it. You understand what I'm saying? And then you see, you start looking into the book, this precious book that is so full of light and goodness and mercy and reveals these things to us. And you see, that's not at all what the Scripture said. But see, you don't read it for yourself, so you don't know that. But once I read the Bible for myself, my life changed and I have never been the same. It put me on a track. It put me on a pathway to change my life and help me grow more and more into the image of Jesus Christ. I've still got a long way to go, just like you. We're growing in God. But I came a long, long way from where I was. But you can receive strength in the inner man to help you stand and obtain and occupy in prayer. Amen? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.